Hi, and welcome to a Remembrance of Baptism episode of Sunday Replay. Once a year at Harmony, we take time out of our worship schedule and sermon series to remember what baptism means and how it connects us to the faith community and to the heart of God. It's one of my favorite experiences that we partake in as a church because it's an experience that serves as a reminder and it helps us to engage with God and remember that we are not alone in this journey of life or this journey of faith, but we are connected to other believers and to our Creator who loves us so dearly. So this week, I'm excited to introduce Pastor Mark to share about Remembrance of Baptism. Well, Happy New Year! <laughs> wow, it's 2024! Woohoo! Welcome to New Beginnings! Now, for some, you know, we start out this new year, and as Beth had said earlier, it's a fresh outlook with uh, setting resolutions. Uh, For others, you might be reflecting on the past year, 2023, and you're like, hmm, all those lessons and all those challenges and all those things that accomplishments that you learned, and it's like informing you, how do I move forward into this year? Now, for others, you may be recognizing what some stuff that's occurring in your life. Now, some of it could be minor, some of it could be major, and you're preparing yourself to adjust into this new year for what's to come. Or maybe, maybe you're feeling an alignment between your heart and your mind because you're ready to receive a call, a call in 2024. It's something that you've been waiting for, and this is the year, the time to say yes. Now, I'm sharing these new beginning of the year possibilities with you, and of course, there are a whole lot more, and it connects me with today's centering scripture passage from the gospel according to Mark chapter 1, verses 4 through 11, and so we've got Jesus, and he's been in Nazareth, and let's just say, round figure, let's just say he was there for 30 years, and so Jesus is there for 30 years of his life, and he's faithfully doing his day's work. And that's carpentry from what we've been told. And of course, he's like a good Jewish boy. He's helping out at home. And during that time, I I was sitting there, I was wondering how long, how long was Jesus questioning when the time is going to come for him to receive his call from God, that divine call, one that he, you know, he had to patiently be waiting for it, to feel that divine alignment from within that he had to leave what he had known, the sweet comforts of home, everything that he knew for something new, something incredibly bold, and it would be life-transforming, plus some for the entire world, not only then, but forevermore. And here's Jesus' yes, and it's not only for the knowns, it's for the unknowns. Well, that moment arrived. With the emergence of John, his cousin, and this is a man who's from the desert. He understands about desolation, but this is a man who was like a magnet. I want you to imagine that. This was John the magnet, summoning people. This is incredible. He was summoning people from not only the region of of Jordan, he was getting them from Jerusalem. He was getting them from all around Judea. That is crazy to repent, to live righteous lives. John is emphasizing this important thing to say we need a change of heart, a change of heart which is crucial in preparation for the long-awaited Messiah, one who is going to be bringing salvation, one who's going to fulfill the prophecies of the Old Testament. 
and long-awaited is right. The people of Israel, they had, they had been waiting a long time. You can just add G's, add G's to the long, right? Because they had been waiting a long time for this prophetic word coming from God because the last prophet to have spoken about any kind of messenger who's going to prepare the way for the Lord, that was Malachi. And Malachi, we're talking roughly 420 BCE. So that's some kind of waiting period. That's worse than going to the doctor, right? That's roughly four centuries, known as the silent years. Well, the Jewish people were waiting. They were expecting, and they, of course, they were fueled, fueled during this time with anticipation for the coming deliverer who's going to be bringing salvation. And in their mind, oh, in their mind, restore the fortunes of Israel. They desperately sought new beginnings. They desperately were sitting there and wanting love and acceptance by God. And why is that? Because they were told by the religious establishment that they were unworthy. Unworthy. And so is it any reason that they flocked to John, willing to go far into the wilderness? The people were on fire to receive John's effective message. Why is that? Because John pointed to something and someone beyond himself. John told everyone that his baptism Well, you know what? He's drenching them in water. But the one who's coming would be drenching them in the Holy Spirit. While water could cleanse the body, the Holy Spirit could cleanse a person's life and heart and self. And this is when Jesus appears to be baptized by John. However, unlike others, Jesus didn't need to repent from sin. In wading into the waters of new beginnings, you see here was a movement back to God. And with that Godward movement, Jesus was determined to identify himself with the faults and failures, the pains and problems of all the broken people who had gathered at the Jordan River. It was in these waters of new beginnings, friends, that Jesus took his place with us. Well, as we learn in verses 10 and 11 in today's passage, Jesus' baptismal solidarity with broken people, it was confirmed. It was by God's affirmation and empowerment. And it's <clears throat> still wet. Think about this. The man's still wet from water. He's underneath the water where John had plunged him beneath the Jordan River, and he then emerges out, and then he hears this voice. He sees a vision, the declaration of God's spirit, a, looking like a dove, coming down toward him. And for God and for Jesus, the voice, the voice of God, it came directly. You are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. The vision and the voice punctuated the baptismal event. They signaled the meaning, the message and the mission of Jesus as he went public. After 30 years of invisibility, 30 years, that by the power of the Spirit, the Son of God embodied the divine Creator's unconditional love for all people everywhere. All of this in the waters of new beginnings. So, when I was reflecting on the thematic topic of baptism... Uh, which marks the beginning of a person's Christian journey, I kept 
being drawn to the imagery and the symbolism of the waters, the waters. And from the very beginning, if you think about it, of time as we know it, well, water has played a significant role. I mean, we, all we got to do is look at the creation narrative story, right, in the book of Genesis. The primal element that is associated with the beginning of life, it's water, while also playing a crucial, a crucial role in the formation of the world. And we see this in Genesis chapter 1, verses 2 through 10. And God saw that it was good. Uh, also in ancient days, Water was considered a blessing from God. And if you received water in abundance, whoo, you were living life right. And it makes sense. It makes sense that it would be a blessing and thought of as a blessing when on a very basic level, everyday life level, water was essential. Water was essential for survival. It was a precious resource. And water also played a, uh, an important role in the rituals and the covenantal rituals of the Old Testament. And if, so if you wanted, I'll give you an example. If you wanted to enter into the holy temple of Jerusalem, you had to, uh, pa- and you had to follow and adhere to Mosaic law. And I'll just give you an example of one law, is that you would have to pass through the waters. You would have to merge yourself through the waters uh, before, and what it did was you were symbolizing a washing away, a washing away of your sins, a washing away of impurities, so that you could then enter and be cleansed, purified, on your way then into sacred territory, uh, God's house. Well, then with the arrival of Jesus, water took on new and profound meanings in the context of Christian faith and practice. As, as we know it, its significance underwent a transformative shift connecting to the person and the teachings of Jesus Christ. Uh, verse 8 uh, in our centering scripture passage states, His baptism, a holy baptism by the Holy Spirit, will change you from the inside out. Mm, how apt that is. For in these baptismal waters, if you think about it, what we do is we leave behind the old self, and we are emerging as a new creation. We are spiritually reborn, committing to new life, committing to new beginnings in Jesus Christ as our Savior. And adding to this, and I love this particular story, Jesus referred to himself as the living water. Well, faith community, do you thirst for this living water? Yes? Well, we have a, such a powerful story. I love the story of the Samaritan woman at the well. Such a great story. And, and, and this connects to the, the, that story. And it's, uh, if you want to read that story, it's in the Gospel according to John, chapter 4. And Jesus responds to the Samaritan woman with these words. He says, if you recognize God's gift and who is saying to you, give me some water to drink, you would be asking him and he would give you living water. To which then he follows up with this. Whoever drinks from the water that I give will never be thirsty again. The water that I give will become in those who drink it a spring of water that bubbles up for eternal life. That's a beautiful metaphor for living water that represents spiritual nourishment, It represents a continuous source of renewal 
and for eternal life. And for the Samaritan woman, and I, I love this about the Samaritan woman because she was one of the first individuals who was a witness. She was an evangelist out there to share about Jesus and his identity. This living water represented and represents new beginnings. Well, friends, as we wade into the waters of 2024, we are invited by Jesus to immerse ourselves fully into the flow of discipleship, to experience the metamorphic power of the living water, to be carried into the depths of divine adventure. And this is a sacred pool, a sacred pool where we let go of our old selves and we surrender to the current that carries us to the promise of new life. And this, friends, is a current of God's redeeming grace that washes over us and in which we encounter the purifying flow of the Holy One's forgiveness. On this Remembrance of Baptism Sunday, the remembering is about recommitment. We receive this invitation to renew our commitment to discipleship. With the, and it's got to be with the help of the Holy Spirit. Spirit is not somewhere out there. Spirit is here with us, continually working to shape us in the likeness of Christ fostering spiritual growth. So Harmony Faith Community, in our baptism, God is saying to each of us these words, and I love these words, and I want you to accept them wholeheartedly. You are a beloved child of God, chosen and marked by love, pride of my life. This isn't because of something that you've done. It's not because you deserve it or that you've earned it. It's not because of our social status. It's not because of our income level. It's not because of our gender or any other kind of metric. No, you are the Creator's beloved child because God's very nature and inclination and desire is to love. With these waters, we are offered unmerited an amazing grace over and over and over again and again. And baptism calls us into a new way of living. So as we welcome the new beginnings of 2024, how else is our baptism calling to us to live in a new way? Also with it harmony, so that we're refreshed and renewed. Well, earlier I asked you if, we had a, if you had a theme for this year, Right? Asked you if you had a theme. Well, Harmony has a theme for 2024, and it is engage. Engage. So as we jump into what God has in store for our church over the next 12 months, it's not enough to be passive bystanders on the riverbanks, standing there just watching the, the water flow by. Mm -mm. This year, our call as a faith community is for us to answer this and to engage with each other and with our community, and with God. Harmony is a faith community, and I'm emphasizing community. Our relationships with each other matter, yes? Well, this year, the question is, is how will you engage with others in the church? And just a few examples. we got small groups, 
We have in-person worship, hello, right here. Harmony social media, which is so good. We have Dining Out with Harmony. Give a shout-out to Jason Hecht for that. We've got join, uh, opportunities to join combined worship services over at Hollywood United Methodist Church, the campus over there. There's hospitality. There's brunches. Go brunches. And we got greeters. Well, the Toluca Lake and Los Angeles committee, uh, communities, they need to know that there's a God who loves them. Yes, a church that accepts them and affirms them and people who will welcome them. Amen? So... How are we going to be engaging with people outside the church? Well, among the opportunities that we have ahead, there's Service Project Sunday. Thank you to Dr. Larry High for leading those. We have blessing bags and so many outreach opportunities. There's the Homeless Ministry Working Group, Easter at Harmony, huge. We have LA Pride. We have even huger is the Halloween at Harmony, right? Even a word. I just made one up. Huger. All right? And then engaging with the church and the community is important, but the route, the route to engage is connecting with God. How will you grow closer to the Creator in 2024 with harmony? We offer Thursday night Bible studies. I lead those. We have an outstanding podcast network, the Harmony Podcast Network. i just giving a shout out again to Donna and to Jace helping me with that and uh, Rev. Jefferson. We have the meditation ministries, family ministries. Yay for Julia Dennis, now our new family ministries director. We have the prayer team. We have volunteer opportunities at Harmony. So to engage with one another, our affirming an inclusive and diverse Christian community and with God, we want you to do so in the ways that are meaningful for you in your walk with the Lord. The key here is to participate, to engage in the journey that Harmony is embarking on this year. And by doing so, I'm going to paraphrase this verse from Psalm 1, verse 3. It is then that you will be like trees planted by the stream of water while yielding fruit in its season. Your leaves will not wither. In all that you do, it's then that you're going to be prospering. So siblings in Christ, as we enter into the new beginnings of 2024, let us remember our baptism, taking time to reaffirm our baptismal vows, to renew our commitment to discipleship. And I do want to point out, though, that the United Methodist Church, uh, and you may not know this, we do not re-baptize. Um, the reaffirmation ritual that we do is appropriate for those who have been baptized and wish to recommit themselves to Christ. And note, if you haven't been baptized and you wish to do so, connect with me at any point in time. I'm glad to discuss that with you. Uh, baptism is a very important step. It is an important step in publicly declaring one's commitment to God, but also it is a commitment to new purpose new purpose and that call that you're receiving from Christ to enter into a covenantal relationship with God and with each other. So now, Harmony, through the reaffirmation of our faith, I'll lead us through this. Let us renew uh, the covenant declared at our baptism, acknowledge that what God is doing for us and affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. Do you affirm the divine gift of each child of God, yourself, your neighbor, and each member of the communities of the world? Yes. Amen. 
Will you do all in your power to so order your lives after the example of Christ, that through you and your fellow Christ lovers, you and each child of God can experience the mercy and magnificence of God and thereby seek to know God and be confirmed and strengthened in the way that leads to life? And if so, yes, with God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We represent for you as we look left, look right, look behind, and look before us. We represent the Christian community of love and forgiveness, shaped that you may grow in your trust of God and be a true disciple who will walk in the way that leads to life. Amen. So, I'm now going to invite Rev. Jefferson Beaker to come forward to lead us in receiving the sacrament of communion. And after we receive the bread and the cup, part of our worship practice this morning in remembering our baptism is to touch the baptismal water that has already been prayed over this morning by Rev. Jefferson and myself to recall God's claim upon you. And I've asked Dr. Larry Hyde Jr. as well to uh, stay at that station, and upon touching the water, you're going to also be asked, and you're invited. There's seashells in there, so take a seashell with you to keep with you as a remembrance not only of this day and moment, but how you're going to live into the new year. Also, we have set up a basket for any kind of pledge cards that you have uh, completed, a commitment of how you want to move forward into 2024. I know some of you have also done this online. Uh, So I'm going to conclude my message with these words. Baptized in the dreams of God, we wade into the sacred waters and into togetherness, into love, but also into life's mess and complexity, sharing at the table Friends, the waters are all-consuming. No part of our life goes untouched. Yet, in all things, the waters remind us that our lives are beautifully bound together by the one who claims each of us as beloved, the pride of God's life. Amen? Amen. It's time for the Sunday Replay Halftime Show, where every week we take a few moments to share about the opportunities that you have to connect with the Harmony Faith community. If you're looking for a new small group to join, we want to encourage you to check out Integrity, a Wesleyan accountability small group led by Pastor Mark. This group meets early in the morning on Zoom on the first and third Wednesdays of the month. And if you're interested in joining or learning more, you can contact Pastor Mark at mark, M-A-R-K, at hollywoodumc.org. Also, just a heads up that on January 23rd, Harmony is hosting one of the local sites of the Los Angeles Homeless Count, a really meaningful way that we can impact the services provided to those living with houselessness in our community. We encourage everyone to participate and get involved, and you can contact Pastor Mark to learn more. And then don't forget to tune into the Harmony Podcast Network this week for a new short stories episode on goals and resolutions. Pastor Mark is hosting with Rev. Jefferson Beaker
speaker as his guest, and this is the first episode of the year, so you can search for Our Story, the podcast, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, and our first short stories of 2024 will air on that feed this Wednesday. Now, here is the worship band to lead us in a moment of praise. It's so good to see you this morning. Happy New Year. If you would, stand on your feet, put your hands together, let's start off the year right. Come on, hey! Heaven thundered and the world was born. Life begins and ends in the dust you form. They commanded and the mountains moved. Fear is losing ground to our hope in you. Unstoppable God, let your glory go. things in your name they shall be done freedom conquered all our chains undone sin defeated jesus is overcome mercy triumphed when the third day dawns darkness was denied when the storm Somebody put your hands together. 
Amen. I'm so glad that we have meaningful worship as a part of our lives in the faith community. Just another way that we get to connect with God, even outside of what we talked about with baptism, how we do communion. I think worship is just so powerful and I am grateful to Gadsden and the worship band for the ministry that they provide. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sunday Replay. Our guests were Pastor Mark Stevenson and the Harmony Worship Band. This episode was edited and produced by Donna Miller and hosted by me, Jace Lucas. Sunday Replay is a part of the Harmony Podcast Network, a part of Harmony Toluca Lake, which is a campus of Hollywood United Methodist Church. Check us out on Facebook at HarmonyTL or on Instagram at Harmony underscore TLC. We'd really appreciate if you could share, like, rate, comment, subscribe, or download this episode, whatever the platform you're listening on will allow you to do. It is so helpful in allowing us to continue to do online digital ministry through this audio format of podcasts. Join us next week for a new series for the new year called Breathe. But until then, as Pastor Mark always likes to say, peace.